Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. We've been rocking and rolling with our series of Hall of Fame interviews. But this episode, we are going to take a break from that and return back to our independent wrestlers. You know, the Duke loves to seek out new and exciting talent out there and help you know who's next in the world of pro wrestling. Certainly, we have three folks this week that are going to knock your socks off. So strap in, get ready. It's going to be a fun conversation uh, two separate conversations. We can't wait to share that with you. But before we get to that, a pause for the cause. Have you subscribed to the Panera Bread Unlimited Sip Club? Folks, what are you waiting on here? We're talking $8.99 a month so you can grab yourself a drink once every two hours. It is fantastic. And let me tell you something. They've expanded the Unlimited Sip Club. So not only can you get your hot or iced coffee or your hot or iced tea, now you can get the fountain drink. So if you want to grab yourself a soda or check this out. Okay, we are talking about the charged lemonades, strawberry lemon mint, Fuji apple cranberry or the mango yuzu citrus. Okay, these are clean energy drinks, folks. Okay, we're talking about guarana and green coffee extract gives you a nice little boost it certainly keeps me charged up to deliver the best episodes of duke loves wrestling for you so what are you waiting on visit your local panera bread or go to panerabread.com sign up for the unlimited sip club enjoy you're locked in this is what we have here folks to the only show that matters the cream of the crop duke loves wrestling and there is no one that does it better than your host I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. So yeah, it's your boy, Fleazy Av. It's your boy, Dirty Cam, and that's Cam with a K. And we are the Russell, the Russell Twins. Twins. Cameron with a K. The last time you were on the show, you threatened to mess me up. And that's why I've stayed away from Florida um, because I was challenging <laughs> you on whether or not you knew how to say how to spell your own name. And I guess that wasn't a good idea. But, you know, I, I hear through the grapevine that you fellas are spending more time down in Texas. So does that mean I can oh, get yes. back into Florida now, Cam? I mean, I don't think. Look, 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 look. I mean, as long as you, you know, say it correctly, then you know you got your pass. You know, you you can you can head your way back to Florida because you know right now we're handling business in Texas. I'm not saying my business is done in Florida, but you know. Well, come on, Cam. I mean, listen, man. Can't we all just get along? I mean, what, what's what's going on here? Because you fellas have made your way to uh, the Dog Pound Dojo. We got Rodney Mack. We got Jazz. They've been. Oh yeah. Sir. You know, helping you, you, you fellas work on some some new tools there. And, and you've oh, been yeah. taking that out there to all the different shows and what have you. So what's the experience been like working with Rodney Mack and Jazz and then taking that on to the, the uh, Texas indie scene? It's actually been quite of an eye opener being around them. They taught us certain ways to go about things. you know, And, you know, we show that in all our matches now, you know, and people can see it, you know, and that's why we're the dog pound champions. I mean, is that 
a mutually uh, expressed feeling there, Al? I mean, it, it, you know, it, it, are you getting something out of training with Rodney and Jazz there? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, we just came from there a few weeks ago. It was like a crazy experience. They really are teaching us a lot. And we like pretty much are like starting to like figure out ourselves as a team, like 100 percent. You know what I mean? Like we yes. know who we are, but they are like they're actually like putting things together for us, like kind of making us, it like, make sense. Yeah. yeah. Making everything make sense. And like basically pretty much like doing less. You know what I mean? Like doing less is more. So it's a uh, it's stuff like that. So it's. It's a lot, it's a lot, and it's, um, it's pretty helpful. So. And major thing is to slow down, you know? So yeah, we definitely learn it. We yeah. learn to slow it down. Cause we, yeah. You know, the Rust Toys got a lot of a lot of energy, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and listen, I, and Al, we'll start with you on this one here because I know that, just like uh, Cam just said, the Russell Twins are, were known for just moving fast. You want to get all your stuff in. You're trying to wow the crowd. And it's, it's not unlike what a lot of indie wrestlers feel like they have to do. I mean, in, in this modern era, there is a disconnect yeah. that it's it's normal. You know, you feel like in order to get a reaction out of the crowd, you got to do more. You got to do more. And if they're not right. making noise, then maybe I'm not doing enough. Spending time in Texas, Al, right. how have, have you seen, especially watching some of the other guys work, some of the other ladies work, and then taking it back, and applying it yourselves, do you do you realize now the importance of slowing it down? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's basically like uh, really taking the time. Like uh, so, like for example, um, we'll be in the ring instead of like completely beating them up. Like one hundred percent, we take the time for the crowd to you know understand what we're doing exactly. So like you know, that's like if I have to put them in a hold, look at the crowd real quick, it gives the crowd time to react. You know what I mean? Cameron with a K here. <laughs> why weren't you fellas doing that in the beginning? I mean, why why were you moving so fast in the beginning? And 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 what made you finally start to buy into the importance of slowing it down, telling a story, allowing the fans to process what they're seeing, uh, which can take time. What made you buy into the philosophy of slowing down? When we were younger and we first started out, we felt like we needed to uh, move fast, you know, move quick to show everybody what we can do. It's just like watching the movie, you know, watching the movie. If the movie was just rushed through, how could you, you know, connect to it, you know? So just like wrestling, we implement it and show that we can slowing it down is very, very, very important because you want everybody to grasp the story, you know, grasp what's going on in the ring. Uh, you fellas starting to sound like veterans now. <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you dropping these gems on these younger wrestlers now. I love it. I love yeah. it. That's what we like to hear, man. Because, listen, it's so important. And I've been doing this show for over six years now, and I've had all the Hall of Famers, all the top trainers, um, you know, people who have been very successful, made a lot of money in wrestling. And most of them, when they first started out, they all felt the same way. They have to do more and more. And, and even these days where the pressure of doing dives and flippy dippy peanut butter skippy and all that nonsense. And it, it's not until you get a little bit more experience that you start looking at, well, who's on top? And even those yeah. folks, when they do a flip, you notice that they're doing a flip at the right time where you oh, yeah. can maximize 
um, within the story, it just makes sense. You can maximize the reaction from the crowd versus as soon as you get in there, you got to jump around like you jump around and break your neck and all this other nonsense. Like that's not wrestling. You know what I mean? So I'm glad that your fellows are starting to buy into the philosophy. It's very important. Uh, Sticking with you, Cam, you fellas went from tech from uh, Florida to Texas. And we know that Duke loves wrestling is all about the food. So I, I, I need to know, man, how has the food situation been in Texas, especially compared to where you're coming from in Florida? Man, look, honestly, the food in Texas is amazing. You get uh, my boy, oh, yeah. you can back me up on this because I mean, we we all out there. Every time we go out there, is always I mean, we there's a food truck next to the venue. The venue, they I mean, they 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 sell they sell like steak and chicken and all kind of stuff and fries and I don't. It's just it's a lot of Mexican food out there, you know, and it's like good Mexican food, you know, it hits the spot. Al, what you know, what, uh, tell me about the ribs, man, because I'm a barbecue ribs kind of guy. Have you have you gotten into any of the barbecue, Al? Uh, oh, the barbecue. We, never, we haven't gotten to the barbecue yet, but the, uh, like, I did. Where I oh, have you? Oh, yeah. Well, let them know. Yeah, yeah we had some, I had pulled, it was pulled, I had pulled pork. It was amazing. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It was amazing. So hold on a second, Cam. How you gonna how you gonna go out for barbecue with Rodney Mack, the red dog, literally one of the legends, <laughs> one of the top wrestlers out there, still beating people up. How you gonna do that without your brother Al, man? What's what's really going on? Is this a heel turn that we see already yeah, happening with a- one of the Russell twins? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but it was a no offense, Alan, but you know, it was a quick moment, you know, during catering, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so Al, what have you been getting into, man? What's the what's the best food that you've tried down in Texas that you may not necessarily be able to get in Florida? So like there's this food truck and they have like this like I don't know what it's called, but they have these like onions, they have fries, they have hot Cheetos, hot fries, and like a bunch of cheese, steak, like just chives and just all type of stuff in it. And it's like one of the best things I've ever had in my life. So, oh um, man, I, I think we call yeah. that we call that a mess. In some places, they literally call that a mess. <laughs> but not, and literally, yeah. I know it sounds silly, but that's they literally that's what they call it because what they do is oh, they really? take the bag of hot Cheetos and they open it up in the middle, and then they put all those toppings on top of the hot Cheetos. So all the yeah. meat, all the cheese, all the chives, everything, sour cream, you name it, and then it melts the hot Cheetos just enough to make them, they're still crunchy, but they're a little softer than normal. Yeah. But yep. the flavor combination is just tremendous, right? Right. Incredible. Now, have y'all seen the big uh, the big uh, cups of fruit? You know you can get that big cup of fruit where they, they put the tahini on it and, and they give you like a big-ass uh, skewer or toothpick where you can eat the fruit. Have you seen that? Melon and, and, and mango? I've seen them. I just have I've, I've seen them. We just haven't like been able to get them. Listen, so. that's a whole sugar rush right there, fellas. You be careful. Don't, don't be <laughs> wrestling a match after you don't eat that big thing of fruit there. That's all sugar right there. You know? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny because one of the things that I know I said to you fellas is, listen, fellas, you, you got you to gotta put on some more weight, man. You, you fellas, uh, I don't know what, what what's up with that uh, Florida food, but, you know, we, we got to put some more uh, meat on them bones. And, and now yeah. when I look at your bodies... <laughs> It's clear that your bodies are developing more, which means you must be eating some good food in in, in Texas, and then you're working off those calories yeah. when you get in the ring, right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. we eating hella steak, hella steak. See? Yeah, out in Texas. It's, yeah, we doing a lot of. We've been doing a lot of bulking like crazy, though, one hundred percent. 
So. It's it's so cool, though, again, to go on this journey with you and to know when you folks first started, it was like, bam, you know what I mean? You just want to get out there. And, and now you're doing certain things differently and it's paying off. You're seeing the results, you know, right. what you're eating, how you're you're training, the people that you're working with. I think the quality of the uh, opponents that you're working with has definitely improved. You're working on bigger shows. I mean, didn't you recently you were on a show where there was a whole Titan Tron behind you, right? Oh yeah, we did. That was a TSW. Yeah, it was like crazy. Um, yeah. that's, again with Rodney Mac and uh, Jazz, there you know his dog pound as well. It's like uh, it was a pretty great experience. It was pretty much like uh, we felt like superstars. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Honestly, it was a great in locker, experience. Yeah, in the locker room, it was just great. Uh, we. Talk to a lot of great people, a lot of, um, you know, vets. And being able to go out there in front of the crowd and being able to perform in front of all those people and then have a big turn behind us with our name on it, that was absolutely crazy. That's like one of my dreams, you know what I mean, is to see something like that. It came true sooner than I thought, so it was pretty crazy. So, Well, that's what happens when hard work starts paying off. And I, that's, again, the journey is so cool. Uh, one of the beauties of Duke Loves Wrestling is that I love to talk to indie wrestlers, especially when they're first starting off in their career, and then just keep bringing them back so the the, oh, yeah. the listeners can join me and watching all of you develop. And it's funny because when I was a, a younger kid, and I was talking to uh, Booker T about this recently, you know, WWE Hall of Famer, uh, he is the, the owner and CEO of uh, Reality of Wrestling, which is down in Houston there. And I was talking to Booker, I said, you know, I saw your very first televised match book in Global Wrestling Federation, which was, you know, Dallas, Texas. That promotion was on ESPN back in the late 80s and early 90s. And a lot of folks don't even realize that ESPN was still kind of a smaller uh, channel, but I had cable. So I got to see that. And Global was on there. Booker T's first match I got to see. I got to see Stevie Ray's first match. I got to see uh, one of JBL's first matches. And to think about where these guys are today, because, you know, Booker went to WCW and then he went to WWF and he, you know, Hall of Fame and all that. JBL went to the WWF, which we call WWE now, Hall of Fame. I basically got to see their whole career. So fast forward to today with two people like Al and, and, and Cam with a K, you know, the, the Russell twins. I'm in a position where I'm getting to watch your entire career. Um, and it's so special and it's so important yeah. because you fought, you fellas are not giving up. You're putting it together and you're starting to see the importance of doing it the right way. And you're starting to gain some success. Yeah. You know, people are saying your name out there, man, which is really, really special. So my question, and I'm going to start with you, uh, Cam, what can we expect from the Russell twins for the rest of the year? I mean, what are your goals for the rest of 2022 and going into 2023? Well, definitely, uh, as you can see, we hold four belts at the moment. So why not make it five, six, seven, or eight? You know. So my goal, I think our goal for the rest of this year is to rack up some more belts and let people know just who we are. What about you, Al? What's your, what's your goal for the rest of 2022 and going into 2023? Goal number right. one for us <laughs> would be to get a contract. Uh, that's always number one goal. Um, whether it's, you know, I'm not going to name drop any places, but the, the main goal is to 
wrestle on a high, like a really big platform, so that we were able to uh, showcase our skills in front, like to a larger audience. And um, that's really the goal. And I want to get some titles there. And also another goal, I guess I could say, is uh, I mean, it's a team that I want to face. You know what I mean? And it's FTR. So uh, I know I'm setting the bar pretty high, but uh, FTR is a team that we've been scoping out for a while, and uh, we think they're pretty good. Well, let me just say this: FTR, no, no flips, just fists. Um, oh yeah. I never liked FTR. You know, you two fellas are a bunch of punks. You walk around like you're big shots. You think you're the best tag team in the world. You're not. So here's how it's going to go down. Brother Al and Brother Cameron with a K, they're challenging you, FTR. Okay? Step up to the plate. You say that you're the best. Prove that you're the best. You can come down to Texas. You can send a plane ticket and they'll come up and find you wherever the hell you are. But you guys with your little fancy, cute little jackets, you want to be uh, ripoffs of, of, of Arn Anderson and, and Tully Blanchard. You think you're the horseman. I'm t- I'm challenging FDR personally. I'm putting a bounty on the heads of FDR. <laughs> I want the Russell twins and FTR in that match so we could find out once and for all who the real best tag team on the planet is. And FTR, just so you know, I think you're going to come up a little short. So I'm laying the gauntlet down right there. That is what Duke loves Ross and saying, Tony Connor, know you're listening right now too. make it happen, Jack. Okay. Because the Russell twins, yeah, that's yeah. my team. That's my pick. I think they can whoop your boys. So let's see what happens next. Okay. There it is. I just put you guys in all kinds of trouble. Just so you know, <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, listen, I cut the promo. You I didn't know. so you're okay. Don't worry. All right. You could always, you yeah. know, so I didn't say that, you know, <laughs> Man, that's pro wrestling. Why not? Let's have some fun. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's challenge the the veterans out there. Um, and you know, FTR they are a special tag team, so I'm sure that they would try their best to keep up with you guys. I don't know if they can, but it would be interesting to see them uh, at least try to keep up with you guys. So, how can you claim to be the best if you haven't wrestled the best? We holding the Dog Pound Championship Wrestling Tag Team Championship. So I'm seeing, you know, what a better tag team. Is there? And listen, I don't, I don't think FTR exactly. is, is uh, big and bad enough to even try to challenge anybody from the dog pound, especially the Russell twins. I think they're afraid of y'all. That's you know the don't I mean? have to be for that. It could just be, you know, knuckles and fists. We don't have to, we don't, we don't have, we don't have to put a belt on the line. You know? it, it could just be FTR versus DRT, just duking it out. I know, I know Rodney mm-hmm. Mack trained you fellas well, man, because y'all ain't backing down from anybody. I love it. That's what we want to hear right there. You know, lay the gauntlet down, put the challenge out there. Let's see who wants to step up, you know, and FTR. I'm just going to say it again. I don't know if you can keep up with these boys. You know, the, the Russell twins, they got four belts. Uh, you know, they can they can take yours, too. Yeah, so, five. Actually. Hey, five. You know, we might make it six, you know, so so we'll see what happens <laughs> there. Listen, Al, why don't you let everybody know what's the best way that folks can keep up with the Russell Twins, continue to follow your journey because, it, you know, the sky's the limit for you fellas. The best way to keep up with us, uh, we just made a Twitter. My Twitter is uh, Alan Russell, that's A-L-L-E-N-R-U-S-S-E-L-L-939 on Twitter. And then uh, on Instagram is Alan Russell 939 On Facebook is just Alan Russell. Instagram is the Russell Twins, that's D-A-R-U-S-S-E-L-L. T-W-I-N-S. That's the Russell Twins on Instagram. And you can look at you can look us up on YouTube. That's the Russell Twins as well. And you can find us and you can follow our journey on YouTube. Uh, we're about to get ready to post some vlogs soon. You can follow me on Instagram or all platforms. You can just look up 
Cameron Russell. That's Cameron with a K. You can look up my TikTok. It's going to be under Dirty Cam. That's D-R-T, lowercase y, capital K-A-M. And you'll find me in all my videos and all my history, you know. And then the same thing with the YouTube. Yes, we will improve on the YouTube. The YouTube been slacking because we've been in the process of building ourselves up, learning us. Yeah. So that you, that way you guys understand for all the people that was leaving comments and stuff. I'm throwing it out there now. That's why. So the Russell Twins will be back on YouTube. We are now back on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, I forgot to put that in. You can follow me on Twitter. That's Cameron Russell. That's Cameron with a K. Where folks uh, going to catch you fellas wrestle in the next couple of weeks? Well, next couple of weeks, I'm at, well, this weekend, like I said, this weekend will be the Love Alive Charities uh, Great American Clash, and it'll be a big show. This weekend, we're wrestling the end, the NWA's the end, and we're wrestling for the Love Alive Charity Tag Team Championships. Coming up after that, it will be in Eustis, Florida. It'll be a MCW Movement Championship Wrestling. And we don't know who we're going to face, but we think Coach Inc. will be there. So Coach Inc. will be there. So they will yeah. be in the building. Uh-oh, so, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long-standing uh, beef right there. Wait yeah, a we were, second. <laughs> we were just informed. I was like, okay, so they're oh, going to be there. <laughs> you know, you, you fellas have been battling to see who is the, the real kings of, New, of, uh, of Florida there. And I know that, you know, both of your teams have been down in Texas as well. It, it seems like there's some parallels going on. Um I'm just throwing this out there and I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying culture Inc, the Russell twins, any promoter out there right now, and especially you, you big time promoters in these big time companies on TV. Cause I know you're listening. I know you're listening. Culture Inc, the Russell twins, nothing but money right there. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Listen, Al, Cameron with the K, thank you for coming back and joining us again on Duke Loves Wrestling. And we look forward to checking in with you in the not too distant future to find out what you have coming up next. Yeah, thank you for having us, bro. Thank you. For real, for real. For real. Love it. If you are a content creator and you want a great program that provides studio quality sound, especially when you're doing interviews, then I encourage you to check out Zencaster. That's right, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. It is my absolute favorite program to record with. I encourage everyone to check it out, okay? Visit Zencaster.com for more information. Enjoy. Hey, guys, it's Dog Pound Championship Wrestling superstar Nate Nasty, Nasty Nate, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast. All right, so listen, Nate Nasty, Nasty Nate, we got to talk about this, okay? Because you have the longest name um, in all of pro wrestling. I, are you some kind of African prince or something like that? Because I, I went to school with a guy. I went to school with a guy, and his name was Odebo Uluwashem Dialu, okay? Which it took me years to even, like, memorize that and be able to say that out loud. The man has, like, 50 million names all in one there. So that's what's going on with Nasty Nate, Nate Nasty. <laughs> what the hell? Are you an African prince? Tell me the truth. Then. All right, so we're going to start off from the top. There is no royal blood in any part of my body. Not one bit. But I can tell you that there have been so many things that have run through this body that... Once you get to know me, once you get to meet me, once you see me in action, 
Ain't no other way to describe me but nasty. So nasty, you got to call me it twice. Now, now what's what's so nasty about you? I mean, are you just some some rule breaking heel? Are you are you cheating to win all the time? And that's why you're you're nasty, Nate, Nate, nasty. Well, no, Duke, you know, uh, you're a friend. You're becoming a friend. So I, I shield you away from the majority of my venom. But it all really comes out from the tongue. It's the things that I say. There's nothing that I like more than hearing people, whether it be fans, whether it be other wrestlers, I live, I get off on other people's screams. And the best and easiest way to make people scream is to hurt them. So by proxy, Duke, I really like hurting people. And I really like talking a bunch of mess right in their ear while I'm hurting them. It's, it's, you know, kids these days, they get off on their, uh, their Nintendos and their Steams and their Xboxes and whatnot. I'm an old school type of cat. I like putting people in pain and listening to them scream. And I just get a chuckle out of it. Well, that is very, very interesting and very scary. I'm glad I'm on your good side here. Uh, nasty Nate, Nate Nasty. Jesus, that name, I'm gonna, it's like a riddle, okay? I got to make sure that I get this right here because I don't want to mess around and, and piss you off here. Now, talk to me about this accent that you have because I'm a Boston guy. So, you know, I have my accent even though I don't hear it, but everybody else tells me I have an accent. You got some kind of gambit, New Orleans type of something going on with you, man. Where is this accent <laughs> from? What is it about? Um, and when are you going to star in the new X-Men movie? <laughs> well so i'm actually originally from houston texas born in houston and then uh raised in san antonio uh so no no new orleans or louisiana um and then as far as the x-men movie goes man they, they can't handle any of this if anything man i'd be the next wolverine but a better looking hugh jackman Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> said nasty, it. Meant Nate, it. Nate nasty. Yeah, you said it. You meant it. There it is. Put it on a, a postcard and mail it out, Jack. There it is. <laughs> well, so actually, Duke, um, it's Nate nasty. Nasty Nate. It's the nasty sandwich in the middle. Uh, that's that's your one warning, Duke. The next time, I might have to use you as my ashtray and put my cigarette out on you. All right. Okay. Well, I just want to make something very clear. Okay. Um, I have short legs that can move fast. You will have to catch me. I am not a fighter. I'm definitely a talker and a lover, but you will have to catch me if you're going to sit there and, 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 and roll me up and smoke me and put me out or what have you. I don't want any problems here. Nate Nasty, Nasty Nate with the, you know, the, the, the nasty sandwich, whatever you want to call it. I don't want any. There it is. There it is. Okay. See, I had to get it right that time. There it man. is, you, the nasty sandwich. That's it. You're putting the heat on me here. So so who were the people that um, have really been getting on your skin lately? Because from what I understand, I've done my research. You know, I had a conversation with the man, the, the red dog, Rodney Mack, and he told me that uh, you've been having some problems lately down there at, uh, you know, Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. What, what's going on there? Well, you know, this, it really starts at the beginning. Last September... I was invited to the Dog Pound Championship Wrestling to make my debut. That went phenomenal. Didn't pick up a W, but had a phenomenal debut, a phenomenal showing. And then since October of last year, there has been one man, there has been one guy that just consistently shows up 
and pesters me. And that is the 60-year-old outlaw, Haas Holding, who happens to be our reigning and defending pound-for-pound champion. And so Haas Holding and I, we actually go way back, years, years. We have known each other, have interacted with each other, and all he has ever done is be this prima donna of just a, a human being. You know, for a guy that's 60 years old, I've never seen a man walk around with such bedazzled pants, and he calls himself a cowboy. Uh, And he is our current reigning and defending pound-for-pound champion, and on many occasions over the past, I don't know, six months, me and Haas Holden have gone head-to-head in battle. In fact, uh, I just wrestled him this past weekend in Brady, Texas, and we had another knock him out, drag him down fight. And I've I've made a vow to myself. I've made a vow to my spiritual guide, Xander Grayson, that I will not stop. I will not quit. I will hunt Haas Holding until I have taken that pound for pound championship. Well, I'm glad you bring this up because let me, let me tell you something, Nate Nasty. Nasty Nate, the nasty sandwich. The big hoss, Don Hoss Holding, is a guy that I have had a feud with for many years. I don't like his face. I don't like the fact that he's taller than me. I don't like the fact that he can beat me up. There's just a lot of things about Hoss Holding that I never liked. Okay? And and I'm going to tell you something else. I'm going to give you an inside scoop on this guy. I don't think he's a real cowboy. Okay? He doesn't know a single Waylon Jennings song. He doesn't know a Clint Black song. Mm-hmm. He's never seen My Darling Clementine. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he's ever seen Wyatt Earp. So how the heck? Probably is, not. Yeah, exactly. So so Haas Holding is a, is, a, is a cowboy when he doesn't even have the real street cred to be a cowboy. 60 years old. And he doesn't have the street cred to be a cowboy. I think this guy's a pretender. I think he's more of a pop music in sync type of guy. You know what I mean? He's doing TikTok and things like that. We may have to get to the bottom of this here. Uh, Nate Nasty, Nasty Nate the Nasty Sandwich, because Hoss Holding, he's kind of mm-hmm. a pretty boy. He's not really, uh, uh, you know, rough around the edges, have a little dirt under the fingernails, you know, get down and dirty with it there. He's he's not nasty like Nate Nasty, okay? That's, what I, that's my opinion here. And if you can take care of this guy for me, I want him to sweat. I want him to pay the price of a wrestling lifetime. So if Nate Nasty, Nasty Nate, the Nasty Sandwich can take out Hoss Holding for me, I will forever be in your debt. Well, you know, Duke, first of all, you're absolutely, you're you're almost absolutely correct. You know, I have personally heard this man pull up to a show with Florida Georgia Line blaring from the, blaring from his little Toyota Tundra. Um, I, but... Where, where you are just the tiniest bit mistaken, Duke, all right? Now, I don't like Haas Holden. I don't, I, I'm not friends with Haas Holden. You'll never catch me and Haas Holden at the same watering hole, as he'd say. But I will say this about Haas. The man is tough as nails. The man's not afraid to get in there and take a hit. He was our very first pound-for-pound champion, 
winning it in a uh, in a rumble in the pit, starting off at number one, lasting the entire way through. He's gone to battle with me at least a handful of times just this year. Uh, he's taken on one man, Mike Dell, who is an absolute vet and a legend and in this state and in this industry. And so Haas Holden is not afraid of a fight. He's not afraid to knuckle up with somebody. And for that, I give him his due. But the fact is, is that he's not pound for pound. He's not pound for pound the best. He's not pound for pound the absolute top of Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. Because I believe, and I know, that that's me. And it doesn't take uh, it doesn't take a deaf guy that can't hear that. It doesn't take a blind dude to not see that. It's glaringly obvious. If if Matt Murdock was here, it would be signed, sealed, and delivered that Nate Nasty, Nasty Nate, alongside with Xander Grayson and the Disciples of Gray, we. And I am pound for pound the top of Dog Pound Championship Wrestling, without a doubt. And until I get that championship title from Haas Holden, I won't stop. Haas Holden will never be done with me until I say that I'm done with him. And I say that I'm not done with him until I have that championship gold around my waist. You hear that, Haas Holden? You're, you're, you're nothing but a punk. You need to get rid of this contract, get out of this business, and get out of Nasty Nate, Nate Nasty's life, okay? Hell is coming for you, Hoss Holden, and the name is Nate Nasty. You got that right. I love it. I love it. Listen, Nate Nasty, Nasty Nate, the Nasty Sandwich, let everybody know, what, what is the best way that they can keep up with you online, check out some of your stuff? Do, do you have any events coming up where they can actually come and see you beat the hell out of Hoss Holden, hopefully? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the number one way to get a hold of me is actually going to be Instagram. I'm very, very, very active on Instagram. Uh, the handle is literally just Nate Nasty. Nasty Nate. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook and Twitter as well. Nate Nasty, Nasty Nate. Uh, the next, the next event that I have coming up July 3rd at Ozark Mountain Wrestlings in Arkansas. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now, what about the Dog Pound Dojo and Dog Pound Championship Wrestling? Give, give our friends over there a plug. Well, man, so the Dog Pound, uh, Pro Wrestling Dojo based out of San Antonio, Texas, ran by Rodney Mack and the Fighting Phenom Jazz. Uh, we train every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from uh 7 p.m to 10 p.m uh we are based out of san antonio texas and all you have to do to join the pack you show up you get ready to work and you come work with some of the top wrestlers in the entire state of texas and then dog pound championship wrestling i believe our next event is going to be august 13th as of right now i know that there is um talk about getting a july date going on but as of right now the next event for dog pound championship wrestling is august 13th in castorville texas which happens to be haas holdings hometown i'm harry burkett senior writer with pro wrestling illustrated 
And I'm Kevin McElbaney, Editor-in-Chief of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Duke Love Wrestling. Folks, as always, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. (laughs) 